When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over $50,000, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code BOUNDS to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at noon Eastern. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Bounds to secure the free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Get a free entry in the MyBookie Bracket Challenge by using promo code BOUNDS at MyBookie.ag. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. Hit, hit, hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Live and local WRKS. And streaming worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. Brought to you, of course, by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And we go straight to the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. We welcome in head Mississippi State baseball coach, Chris Lamonis. Coach Lamonis, thank you for joining us this morning. I know it was a, an, an early morning after a late turnaround last night. Uh, let's start with the bad news, and we'll go to the good news after that. I'm a firm believer in ripping the Band-Aid off. Announced yesterday evening, Stone Simmons and Landon Sims out for the year. Coach, um not going to ask you about the injuries, but how, how do you replace big pieces like that a month into the season when you obviously didn't come in thinking you were going to have to replace one, if not both of those guys? Yeah, it was a, it was a tough 24 hours down in new Orleans. You know, we just, you know, getting the news on those two guys and, and, and the careers they have in front of them and, and everything else. And these surgeries are ones you come back from. I mean, it's, 
you see it across the country, but we, you know, we take so much pride in taking care of our guys and, you know, it's, you know, don't over pitch them and don't do. And sometimes it still happens. And so uh, it was pretty deflating for the entire ball club, you know, and then you probably saw it a little bit, you know, and, and how we played, but we replaced them just with a community of guys. I mean, we're just having to replace them with everybody. It's hard to replace a, a Landon Sims, that alpha type of mentality, that, that competitor, that guy who gives it to you every time he goes out there. And then Stone was really coming into his own. He had he had taken our closer role and and was pitching well, pitched well all year. Um, and we were excited to see what he was going to do this spring. And um, just unfortunate for both guys. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Chris Lamonis on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Uh, Coach, you have already shaken up the rotation and, and everything, but you see Parker Stinnett come in and pitch two starting games, start two games in a week in like six days and pitch as well as he did. What is your initial reaction and what do you think that can turn into? Because obviously he can't start midweek, weekend, every every week, but what, what can he become down the stretch now that you're going to need more pieces like that? Well, I think he becomes a starter is what he becomes. The reason we throw him twice in a week is – um, we want to try to get him on a routine so that he's ready for SEC play. So we came, we brought him back on that Sunday instead of yesterday because we, uh, and we kind of cut his pitch count a little bit because we wanted to make sure he was, he was ready to go. And so, um, you know, trying to get him, he's a very structured, very routine guy. And um, I probably should have thrown, I should, probably should have started in the last couple of years. It looks like he's a lot better starter than he is a reliever. So, but in our scrimmages, I mean, people would always, I guess, they'd wonder why we were, you know, starting, I mean, relieving because he was struggled a little bit, but he was so good in our practices. And now when we're getting him out as a starter, you're seeing him do what he did to our hitters. I mean, he punches out a lot of guys. Just really hard to hit that breaking ball. Yeah, Chris Lamonis on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Coach, you guys set pitching records for strikeouts and everything last year and you come back this year and it's going to be a totally different type of of roster with all the covid change and everything like that how do you approach finding those roles when you have so many new faces you don't have established faces in the bullpen as much especially now that stone simmons and preston johnson has to start instead of being maybe a long reliever stone simmons is not going to be able to be in the bullpen so how do you approach finding guys' roles when wins and losses still matter? Yeah, it, it's, it's been tough. Um, you know, those bullpen pieces take, take some time to mature, especially when you play in front of such big crowds like we do. So we're running out these new guys in big spots, and uh, we're getting a good effort, and then we'll get a bad effort, and we'll get a good effort. And we know they're talented, but it takes a while to get that chiseled guy. Even the, you know, the last couple of years I've been here, the Riley Selfs and the Spencer Prices, um, you know, you knew what you were going to get from. They were tough kids who had been out there and done it a lot. So um, their stuff may not have been as electric as another guy's, but they had been through those experiences, and you knew you were going to go out there and get a kid pitching in the moment instead of just, you know, you know, reacting to the moment, I guess, because that's that's been a – I mean, we've lost from last year's team, we lost pretty much all our pitching staff besides Preston. You know, it's just, uh, you know, now with Landon out and Stone out, man, just, you know, the guys who pitched every day, we just – we're starting from scratch. I mean, and they're talented, but we're still trying to figure out roles and, and, and how to go out there and compete with the game on the line. Yeah, Coach, that brings up a good point, and we've talked about that on the show, Out of Bounds, ESPN, 105.9 The Zone. When you have the
the presence of a Jake Mangum and a Tanner Allen, and then you even have the presence of a Landon Sims. Uh, that those are huge personalities that just they they lead in a way that everyone's going to follow. But then when that absence, when that's gone, when that's absent of the locker room, it does create that vacuum, and it has to be filled organically and naturally. Uh, now that Landon Sims is out, have you seen? you know, players begin to kind of gravitate towards, okay, I've got to become more of that leader in the locker room in order to kind of steady the ship. Because I know, obviously, 30-game SEC grind, it's it's going to have its ups and downs, but having a steady ship is kind of the key to getting through it. Yeah, I don't know. We're still trying to figure out that piece. I mean, um, you know, I, we have just been fortunate with some real alpha competitors. I mean, Ethan Small, I mean, Jay Tanner, uh, Will Bednar and now Landon Sims. And, and that's, you know, people don't realize, you know, for us, we lost the Friday night starter as good as anybody in the country. But we also lost our, you know, that's our alpha leader. You know, like he, he just, you know, he was so good that night because we had struggled that week and there was no way he was going to let us lose. You know, that's the, you know, he was just, I mean, it was 96, 98 every pitch. I'd never seen him as intense as I had down there in Tulane. And that's what, you know, we're going to have to really work to figure that out and work to figure that out for the future. You know, who are those type of leaders? And, and because we, we've been fortunate. Some of those guys, there's just no fear in them. And, and they do, the team just lines up right behind them and plays, plays behind them when we, we have those guys. And we're going to have to work on finding some, some new guys to fill those roles. Speaking of finding new guys, talking to Chris Limonis, head baseball coach, Mississippi State University, coming off a national championship season. They uh, enter SEC play this Friday against Georgia. Uh, you've seen Kellum Clark finding a role over the last 10 to 15 days. I know he has dealt with insane health issues, and we don't have to un- unravel any of that, but what has he meant to your team recently? And then what is, you know, how, how even 100% is he, or is he even close to that? Can he get... Does he have more runway to get to where he wants to be? What What do you see from Kellum Clark now that he's kind of playing every day? Well, Kellum is insanely talented. Like it's when he is good, it is really good. And what you're seeing right now is a really good player that's hot. So for us, he's really helped us right now get going a little bit offensively with some huge swings over the last couple of days. Um, but he's that type of player. I mean, he's he's very athletic. He's big. He can hit, but he can do a lot of things for you. And uh, you know, he has an opportunity to be one of those type of players we just spoke about. He's he's really about winning. He wants to win, and 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 I love that. And it sounds like a simple thing, but in this day and age, a lot of kids are more man. It's about getting a hit or getting a strikeout or or whatever it is. And Kellum Kellum has that about him, man. He wants to win at a high level, and and so. Um, He's been a little up and down in his career, like you said. Most of the time it's around, you know, not feeling good. But, you know, right now he's playing really well. And, and it, even though he goes over 16, everybody acted like, you know, oh, man, you had so much faith in him. If you saw him every day, he's one of the best players in the country when he's playing well, and that's what he's showing. He's just he's just very talented, and he's a he's – I mean, he gets after it. He works hard. He does everything the right way. You just – man, you love having him on your team. Yeah, I, I, you can absolutely see the impact on the field. Um, when he when he's in the lineup and hitting well and playing well, um, it definitely changes that lineup for the better. Let's talk about that middle infield because I know that's been a hot point of contention early in the season. Now, I 
I saw Jake Mangum pitch in 2017, so I know I've seen everything. But Lane Forsythe pitches yesterday against Binghamton. Played shortstop all last year. I don't know if he missed a game. Now he's pitching a little bit. I know that probably could be somewhat of necessity, but also you wouldn't have put him in there if you didn't think he could actually throw strikes. Um, What did you see from R.J. Yeager yesterday that impressed you? Hits two home runs. Is he starting to kind of settle in maybe the way... um, you had guys settle in late in the in the season last year? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's had a uh, good week. I thought he had a good day yesterday also. I mean, on Sunday. You know, had a big hit to start the rally on Sunday. Um, the home run to tie it back up yesterday was huge. Um, he's a really good player. He's just gotten off to a slow start. So our, our middle infield is a little, you know, we're trying to figure out the best piece. Uh, Lane was one of the best pitchers out of Tennessee coming out of high school. So, we just never had to use him last year because we had the, the COVID pitching roster, so he never had to pitch. And we weren't going to use him this year. And when we had some injuries and some things happened, he was like, Coach, you know I pitch. <laughs> you know, and um, that's the reason he, he doesn't start last night because we just wanted to get him a clean inning. And we've been bullpenning him for about 10 days, you know, trying to get him some reps. And I think he threw 11 pitches. But he has a chance to be 90-92 with a good breaking ball and feel and you know, he's a position player who pitches, so he's just there's no fear in him. He's just going to run out there and throw strikes. And so um, we need that little bit of extra right now because we're just, you know, because of the injury. So hopefully we don't have to use him a lot, but we're trying to use, have him there just in case we do. Yeah, I mean, you got to like the fact that he that he comes up to you and says, hey, coach, by the way, I, you know, I, I'll get some PT on the mound. That's I mean, that's yeah. a good attitude to have. You like that. You want somebody who wants to go take the ball. Uh, like you said, oh, yeah. no fear. So um, no fear. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about a young kid who has splashed on the scene. Five home runs. He's smashing the baseball. And oh, by the way, he's a lefty, which I think um, we talked about even last season, wanting to add left-handed power to the lineup. Well, here it is. Hunter Hines, young man, freshman, is just absolutely raking. Uh, what can you tell me about what you've seen from him? And, and what is this kid's ceiling? Yeah, he's very talented. So, um, you know, very good left-handed hitter, a pure left-handed swing, but has power as a freshman, which you don't see a kid do what he does a lot of times as a freshman in, in our league, you know, and, and he's got as high a ceiling as there can be out there. He just, you know, he he hits some balls, and, and when he hits one like he did, he hit one late last night. It's, I mean, it's 110, 112, 113 mile an hour off the bat. I mean, there's not many kids in college baseball that hit it that way. So, um, we're fortunate he's a bulldog, and, and I still see the best baseball 
you know, he still sometimes has a little bit of a high school hitter approach. He's trying to figure out approach and how people are pitching him and, and everything else. But he loves to hit. I wish he liked the base run and play defense more. So I get on him all the time. But he is a uh, he is one of the best hitters out there. And he is a tough, hard-nosed kid. I mean, he, he has a lot of confidence in himself. And, you know, I have a feeling he's got a chance to be one of the better players to, to play here, you know. And we, we got we can do a lot of things because he can play the outfield too. So we're, we're working with him to play the outfield right now to get him on the field every day. I think that will help him offensively too. Awesome. Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State University, joining us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, just a couple more questions, Coach. We won't keep you uh, too much longer. Uh, the offense seems to kind of be coming together. You've started to, to put the bat on the baseball and score some runs. Uh, Cam James, Logan Tanner, the veterans at the front of this group. But I know you've kind of cycled through your front, your leadoff guy. What... What are your thoughts on like how how you want that piece to be and and what you're looking for? Because I think you've put, you know it seems like you've put a lot of different guys there, and over the last six years you've really had a built-in leadoff guy uh, until this season at Mississippi State. So uh, with that offensive piece, it seems like you're, you're starting to get Kellum Clark, you're starting to get other guys swinging, but that leadoff piece is kind of that one missing piece in the offensive lineup. Yeah, it has been. I mean, it's uh, Luke Hancock's done a good job with it. I mean, I, Luke Hancock's done a good job, but he's not the runner that you'd like you to have at the front. We put Jess Davis there last night, and he got on five times. So, um, and Jess is a plus runner, base dealer. So, um, we're just we're trying to find the right mix. I don't know if we found the right mix yet of, of getting our guys. And our guys, offensively, we've been good, but we're not. We haven't played great yet. And, and you're going to have a stretch where you play great and everybody's hot. We just you know, we are piecing it together day by day, but trying to trying to find out the mix. I mean, in most years I've had a pretty set lineup, and this year I haven't. And a little bit because we've had some guys have slow starts, so it's made me use different guys. But um, you know, it's it's I, I see some guys like you said earlier, Kellen Clark's playing better. So it, you know, certain things in our lineup are solidifying, and we just got to make sure uh, you know we find somebody in that leadoff spot. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Lamonis, baseball coach at Mississippi State University, joining us on the Out of Bounds Show. All right, Coach, you got SEC play Friday at Georgia. Um, you'll have this 30-game stretch. Obviously, a few things mixed in in, in non-conference in there as well. But um, when you look at this daunting stretch, and I know you guys don't look ahead. You look at it game by game, series by series. But um, you know, how excited are you to get into the meat of the schedule and, and really buckle down for SEC play as you guys uh, kind of wrap up non-conference stretch this uh, last night, I guess, with Binghamton? Yeah, it's a um, it's a new season for us, which is kind of exciting because we've had some bumps here in the early uh, preseason or, or the non-conference schedule. And so it, we get to motivate. And, you know, in our clubhouse, I think most SEC people know if you win 15 games, you're in a regional. If you win 18, you're probably hosting at home. And if you win 20, you're probably hosting uh, all the way throughout. So uh, everything that we want to attain is right there in front of us. And so we can run out there and and uh, take care of business and, and play. But we know it's not easy either. And, and Georgia's probably one of the tougher teams in our league right now. So um, I think from the other division, we got Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee this year. Mm. So I think they're all in the top 10. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, as we as we switch over, so um, we'll, we'll have our work cut out for us. But um, you know, you, to be great, you have to beat 
the best teams anyway, and you got to compete against them. And we just need to go out and play good baseball. You know, I think we know a lot more about our team after the weekend and last night than we do uh, did a week ago. So, uh, you know, going out there and playing good baseball and getting a series is huge for us. Yeah, and there's got to be something, you know, it's not, you never want to hear bad news, but I, I would assume for the team it's kind of one of those things, like you said, all right, well, we've got injury news. We know now there's with that, you know, there's a finality on that. They're not coming back, so we've got to move forward. This, the non-conference season is over. It is maybe a, a clean slate, and for a club that doesn't have as much experience, um, maybe you can tell me, is that something that you've talked about? Is like, hey, we, almost maybe the lack of experience in some ways can help you just wash it and start over for the SEC season. Well, I think that's what's happened this week is we just, you know, the life without landing in stone and, and uh, you know, our guys are, you know, we feel like our starters are settled into where they need to be. And I think our lineup is starting to settle. So um, it's just going out and playing good. I mean, that's, that's the biggest message to the guys. And, um, you know, there's not new practices to implement or anything like that. It's, you know, making pitches, making plays and getting big hits, you know, and I, I think that's the biggest thing this weekend going into it. So, um, we've we played hard early, probably harder than most schools. So hopefully that'll help us out. And we've played on the road. So we've, we've, we've actually been on the road six games here in our preseason, which is probably more than most SEC schools. So, um, you know, I think we've prepared ourselves, probably over-prepared ourselves, but um, I think they're ready to go. There you go. Chris Lamonis, baseball coach at Mississippi State University, joining us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Coach, we appreciate the time this morning. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks, Blake. Have a great day. Yes, sir. You too, Coach. Chris Lamonis joining the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Uh, Coach Lamonis, uh, kind enough to give us uh, 20 minutes of his time this morning uh, following a late night last night as Mississippi State picked up the victory over Binghamton with an eighth-inning explosion uh, led by guys like R.J. Yeager and Hunter Hines and Logan Tanner. That lineup scored eight runs in the eighth and blew it open against Binghamton, and they will play at Georgia Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, weather permitting. Obviously, you know, things can get moved around, but that's the plan. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series to start SEC play for Mississippi State. Your thoughts on that interview, 601-885-3776, 885-3776. Your thoughts on what Lamonis dropped, you know, Stone Simmons, and Landon Sims out for the year. That's, you know, that one hurts. You, you figured Landon was done based on kind of the injury and everything, but because Stone finished his inning that Saturday night and then came out, you know, you you just didn't know. You didn't know what it was, and lo and behold, you find out just two weeks later that Stone Simmons and Landon Sims both suffer UCL injuries in that throwing arm, and both will require season-ending surgery. And so the Bulldogs have to wipe the slate and restart without those two guys, and that's the plan. And as Coach Lamona said, they did play six road games in the non-con, which is a lot for SEC play. Most SEC teams will not schedule that many road games in the non-con. And so uh, Chris Lamona says, battle-tested this young ball club, and we'll see if it pays off or if those losses end up being a little bit too much to handle down the stretch in terms of trying to find either a regional host bid uh, or get into the tournament. Look, I, I, I think they have all the talent in the world and they have the pieces, but 
performing and being talented are two different things, right? We've seen that on the football field, on the baseball field, on the basketball court. Lots of talented players don't end up performing to that talent level, right? So we'll see what exactly plays out for Mississippi State down the stretch, but uh, kind enough for Chris Lamonis to join us here on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bow Bounds. Excited to have you alongside. Coming up at 8.30, we've got Tom Luganbill, ESPN College Football Analyst, going to talk a little recruiting, some great breakdown. And uh, I think coming up next, Bow Bounds might join me, and we will talk some potato chips potentially. I think that's the plan. Since Bo missed National Potato Chip Day, we may talk a little bit about that. May talk a little bit about Tom Brady as well as uh, Tom Brady, if you missed the news yesterday, back with the Buccaneers. That's right. Thomas Brady sits out for two months and comes back to the Buccaneers. Now Deshaun Watson meeting with the Panthers and the Saints. Deshaun Watson potentially on the move to New Orleans. That would be huge for Nola. Huge for Nola to pull Deshaun Watson. It would be an absolute win. Absolute win for New Orleans to pull Deshaun Watson from Houston. What will it cost? Well, rumor has it it's going to cost three first-rounders. So your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line. If you're a Saints fan, would you give up three first-rounders and maybe a little bit more to get Deshaun Watson? 601-885-3776. 885-3776. Would you give up three first-rounders and potentially some players to get Deshaun Watson on your team if you're a Saints fan? Your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Hour number two coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. Remember, if you have not gotten into the Bracket Challenge, OOB Show Bracket Challenge, you can go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. You can go to Twitter, at Bo Bounds. The link is pinned to both of those accounts, Twitter, at Bo Bounds. Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. Or you can go to ESPN.com, go to the My Groups section on the Bracket Challenge and search OOB Show Bracket Challenge. That's right, OOB Show Bracket Challenge. You're not going to want to miss the awesome prizes. We've got incredible, incredible prizes on this Bracket Challenge. DeWalt Tools, some gift cards, night stay at Pearl River Resort, Golden Moon Casino, a round of golf at Dancing Rabbit? Come on now. All for filling in a March Madness bracket, the OOB Show Bracket Challenge. Go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. Go to Twitter, at Bo Bounds and join the OOB Show Bracket Challenge. If you missed the Chris Lamonis interview, you're just now joining us. Chris Lamonis interview will be on the podcast today. You need the OOB radio app. It'll keep you plugged in no matter where you are or when you are. OOB Show, Hour 2, coming up next. Tom Lugaville, 830. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. 
Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over $50,000, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code BOUNDS to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at noon Eastern. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Bounds to secure the free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Get a free entry in the MyBookie Bracket Challenge by using promo code BOUNDS at MyBookie.ag. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Check it out. Check it out. This is the SEC Insider Hit. It's driven by the John Deere tractors at Mississippi Ag. Visit agup.com to find a retail location near you. Let's go. I think we may have found a way to get the advertising budget from the dock in 1998. Just received a text and um, this may happen. So this will be, this will be cool. Did they even ask? For our listeners, somehow we started, I don't know how we got on. Oh, I, I mentioned that I would have loved to have done a remote from the dock back in the day. And um, and we were talking about, you know, what what stations, I guess, would go through the dock. I don't remember any of that uh, as far as, you know, I just wasn't really locked in on, on the dial. But uh, I know they were there, surely, right? That the dock had to do some advertising. Um, for their shows, I would think. Maybe not a lot. Because they were rolling for a while. Um, and I'd, I'd like to know... I mean, I, you know, I started going in the early 90s, maybe. But I'd like to know exactly what their sweet spot was. Like, what was their best 10 years? Right? 8 to 10 years? What would you say they were? If anybody has some ideas on that, let me know. But um, I think we're, we may be able to retrieve a uh, an advertising budget from the dock. Um, 
You know, I was bartending in the 90s, Blake, when I was in college. And I did try to get on with the doc. Those those spots were pretty highly coveted. And those those men and women didn't move around a whole lot. But, you know, made a ton of dough. So it officially opened in 1980 as the doc as you know it. I can't believe, considering we're in the Bible Belt, I cannot believe that it was ever allowed to open at that time. So in 1964, I mean, it was we were a hard yes. core, hard religion, hard on people place, you know. All right, so go ahead. So 1964, Dewitt uh, Deweese's father, the former owner owner of the dock, is Dewitt Deweese. His father opened the marina in 1964, where it started. The dock was originally a fuel dock and bait shop. That had a little beer and sandwich hut on it. I can't believe in '64. In '64, a beer I can't and sandwich. Believe hut. anybody was. I mean, I get how bar things got done back then. I can't believe he was even allowed to legally or illegally sell beer and to sandwich. sell a yeah. beer in yeah. the '60s. Yeah, because again, we were. It, it it was a hard time, hard people. I mean, there's a reason why we didn't grow. But go ahead. Yeah. So it it. Started in 1980, what you know as like the dock and at the main harbor. And okay. This is a started. Can you imagine a, what that looked like? Oh no! I, I mean, mean there are people yeah. maybe listening that remember. But. Yeah. Uh, it started a 24 year party, is what they say. Um, originally, the biggest attraction of the dock was the food, the burgers, and then the dock rockers, the signature frozen drinks. What a brilliant! I mean, here that was kind of cutting edge. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we were more of a. Um, I don't say the beer, because we're. Well. Miller like Coors Light, but it was more of a red label, red and white label beer, and and meat potatoes simplicity. Absolutely, this was they were I mean, serving fried. mushrooms. We had no palate. They we were serving no... fried mushrooms at the dock in 1980. That's impressive. That is impressive when yeah. I think about it. Yeah, it is. I mean, so they they were known for their burgers, and then like the fried mushrooms. Shapley slash the Castle Prime did not open until '85. Yeah, Nick's didn't open until '80. Five-ish, six-ish. What about Char? Eighty-four-ish. I don't remember when Nick rolled that out. Fisherman's Wharf was open on eighty. Um, Quesara was mid to late. I mean, look, Quesara for about twelve years was phenomenal. Um, oh, the one in Highland Village that Jeff Good referenced long before Bravo. Um, uh, what what was it called downtown? Dinneries. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of. Nice tablecloth type dining. Um, the key to the dock. What's the one? On, what's what's Chrishell's? Yes, C- old Chrishell's on, on eighty. Yep, they're still rocking. Uh, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get great comeback there. By the way, when we did our comeback. Show, oh man, great. comeback sauce. Chrishell's. I wonder if the when the dock had comeback sauce. I don't know about that. Can I tell you what separated the dock from the rest of Jackson for most of its twenty year, twenty four year history? It was on water. Well, yes, but do you know why it was open later than everywhere else? It because, qualified for resort, uh, resort status. status. Yep. I wonder so they if it was DeWitt's open. dad or, or a friend, an attorney or a politician who knew enough to, because um, the Pearl River Resort Valley or whatever runs the reservoir. It's a board. Uh, it's very politically motivated. Um, and so, Blake, that's incredible. Yeah. So somebody, they had somebody gave status. somebody, you know, back then probably... 127 bucks and uh and got resort status or something yeah yeah so they they did uh they had resort status so they'd be open until like 4 a.m right okay um and then also are you serious even back then yeah even back then i can't believe that the 
police department slash just county city, yeah. of Matt. I don't even know if Ridgeland was incorporated. Had a police, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mayor McGee probably started in about 80, six, seven, eight. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I remember going to an all-star tournament in Ridgeland, and I thought I was in, you know, at the end of the earth. You know, this was like 82 as a kid. Uh, I mean, 51 was rough. It, yeah. It's amazing that Ridgeland is an amazing, beautiful town now. All right, go ahead. Uh, do we, We're uh, talking about the dot. For our listeners, the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're talking about uh, the dock. I think most of you know the dock, bar, restaurant, you know, club, uh, boat, marina, Nefarious haven, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was whatever it, you wanted it to be for you. And yeah. It was many, many things to to different people. That blows me away. That uh, So they rolled it out in 1980. Keep 1980, going. ran until uh, 04. Um, Deweese, the owner, said that the average Saturday was anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000 people. Can you imagine nope. in their heyday Nope. <laughs> how much cash was going? All right, first of all, you have to remember this, Blake. Credit cards No, you don't remember this. People didn't have check cards. Nope. You either had cash or you wrote a check, for God's sake. And I bet they didn't take checks at the dock, Okay, I had to guess. Or I'm sure they did, and they got bounced all over the place, <laughs> but that that was, that probably took 30% of their time every week. Exactly. But uh, there are people listening that probably bounced plenty of checks at the dock. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's cash. There were credit cards. But so, so archaic, yes. right? Like antiquated. Yeah. You still had to do the thing where you slid the metal Absolutely. machine over. and I don't, You didn't even know if it was going to go through once you finally got turned it. them in. Yeah, exactly. Well, they uh, he talks about the biggest night um, was the night that Prince made a last-minute appearance. He says, we estimate we had about 2,500 people in and another 1,000 in the parking lot that we couldn't let in. Incredible. For a Prince performance. That's Incredible. insane. What's insane is that nothing has opened. Well, people have tried. So DeWitt Deweese talks about how since 04, when the, the lease came up and they ch- you know there was that idea that they were going to make all that Oh, yeah, uh, it was stuff. supposed to be a big development. Yeah, and, yeah. and it never felt, and it, it all fell through. But in the process of that, they lost, he lost the dock in that process. Okay. And was not able to renew the lease at the time. Okay. Then that development fell through. There have since been, he talks about, uh, and this article is a couple years old that I'm reading. Uh, but he, he talks about since in, uh, he's had multiple investors ask about opening up a kind of revamped version of the dock. Sure. And he wants no part of that now. He's, I could see that. At the time, he may have wanted it I in think 04. He's in his 50s. Exactly. He said, I'm done with that babysitting. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. I mean, and in today's world, it's not going to be the same. You can't recreate what the 80s were. You can't. You can't. It could be cool. It could be yeah. awesome, but it won't be I, the I don't. Dock. I don't think people run as, I could be wrong. I don't think people run as hard from midnight till 4 a.m. as they did in, in generations before. I may be wrong. Now, Uber would change the game for them because, I mean, people got rung up on Dewey's. Like, 24-7. Yeah, and people just really kept trying to run the gauntlet. I mean, it was pretty amazing. Um, Uber and Lyft and other options could kind of change the game, but you, you, you make a great point, Blake. You can't recreate 85, 90, 95. It's impossible. At the dock. So you could do something new and it would be cool, and I think the idea of the de- of a development there is awesome. I mean, there's sure. lots of opportunities. It would be there. more refined. Exactly. You'd need restaurant life a little bit more. The yeah. bar would have to still be a little bit more cultured. Yeah. The dock is, as they say in this article, uh, is it iconic? Absolutely. Yeah. And it was the wild. They said it was the wild west of Jackson in the eighties and nineties. 
Because there were no people would roll up in their boat at two a.m. and the party would go for another two Absolutely. hours. Absolutely, and that just didn't happen. There was nowhere else like that right. at the time. Right. So you just can't rec- again. You can't recreate. It's just like we talk about with Skip Bertman and LSU. There's too many other factors that change the nature of the game. Right. You can't go LSU back to keeps that. thinking that they're going to. We'll switch gears to sports for a second, which is kind of what we are. <laughs> um, LSU thinks that they're going to bottle that 1990 to 97 run again. They it have. will never happen. Nope. It, it, it will never happen. Um, there are too many good teams. And way too many good teams. And uh, as legendary and great as Skip Bertman was and is, uh, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to rip off five national titles over over a decade. Um, now, you, you can definitely win one every, you know, win one and then win another four to six, seven years later, sure. But uh, it's going to be extremely difficult to... I mean, LSU's going on a 12-year drought, which doesn't sound like a lot for most teams, but for LSU since 1990 Mm -hmm. is is a big, quote-unquote, national title drought. And they didn't have to deal with Florida. They didn't have to deal with Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. They didn't have to deal with South Carolina. Right. Like, none of those teams were any good in the 90s. Ole Miss wasn't any good. They were garbage in the 90s. Well, I mean... 95 Delucci and and then they had pride they they had but but for the most part Blake they were they were not a good baseball not title program, contenders right not title contenders and uh we didn't even have a and m in Missouri in but you're right Vandy Flo- the, the really the the deal now and Bianco took took advantage of this yep. early okay from 01 to mm, whatever nine or ten but now that Florida and Vandy have and South Carolina did. They've lost it. They can get it back. Solidified themselves as national uh, powerhouse programs. Yeah, any given year, they can compete. It's just yeah. a, and, and Arkansas too. You told me they had been to four college Arkansas's, World Series. Arkansas has been to four in the last ten years. Yeah, Van yep. Horn's amazing. So four college World Series in ten years. Yep. Hold on. How many SEC teams did you tell me have been to four college World Series in the last 10 years? Mississippi State okay. has been to four. Uh, Arkansas has been to four. Okay. Vanderbilt's been to five. Okay. Uh, Florida's been to six. Okay. South Carolina's been to three. And then I'd have to go. That was, that was the ones that I That's at. all I need to LSU know. LSU hadn't even been to four. how difficult it will be for LSU yeah. or anybody else to win, yeah. to win natties. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just, it's, a whole it's different just totally game. different. You know, yeah. 1994, the league just, you know, wasn't that good. Um, the money. Tony Vitello at Tennessee Yeah, like has Georgia's done head baseball coach in 94 was making $70,000. Yeah. Okay? Tony Vitello just signed His a assistants one point. were making thirty. Yeah. I want you to think about that. I mean, I could make that bartending in your, college. Your whole your whole baseball budget for coaches was less than 500000 There you go. Now, Tony Vitello just signed well, a one way, point. Hold on. Way less. Yeah. It was actually less than two hundred and fifty. You're probably right. I'm probably overshooting it. Yeah, I mean by a lot. Yeah, but now Tony Vitello, who's been to one World Series and has coached for four seasons in Tennessee, just signed a one point five million dollar contract extension and got nine hundred thousand dollars for his assistant pool. So they made a commitment of two point four million dollars at a baseball program that's not really a elite baseball program over history. Yeah, it's not how they're seen. A, a there that may be the only team in the conference that it goes football then basketball then baseball yeah, yeah. seriously i mean that yeah 
Other than Kentucky, who's a basketball school. But then that's, it's nothing yeah, else. It's not two and three, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't care about football. Mm-hmm. You and I have both been up there in the last few years. It's when a, you're roaming around town, it's lazy. so much fun. It's a lazy town. It's hilarious yeah. because they don't care. Nope. I mean, every Uber driver that I got in kept asking me, what time is the game? I mean, I'm like, who are we playing? <laughs> and, they, and they thought Mississippi State was a powerhouse. Yeah. And fo- I mean, that's, of that's their mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that time... Until that weekend, Mullen had beat him like seven times in a row. Yeah, I think he so went they eight thought one. Mississippi State was like, you know, they just they had not beat Mississippi State in almost a decade. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to well, I, I want to hit on that for a second. Tony Vitello, everybody had him leaving. He stayed. Yeah, we do this with Dan McDonald every year. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um. Now, we did have two guys at big programs leave, which probably in the world of college baseball may not have happened ever or in, let's just say, modern day, Mm -hmm. where you had Schlossnagel leave TCU, where he's gone to like four or five CWSs and go to A&M, and Jay Johnson, who has been to four CWSs at Arizona, go to LSU. But McDonald's still at Louisville. And and Tony Vitalo signs for one point five million per year, and as Blake said, they're allocating nine hundred grand to the assistants. Now, for some of you, you may say that doesn't sound like a lot because you immediately think about the ten full time assistants in SEC football, mm-hmm. and the fact that the coordinators in this state make over seven figures. Uh, DJ Durkin at Ole Miss makes over a million dollars. D.C. at Ole Miss, and Zach Arnett at Mississippi State makes over a million dollars, D.C. at at MSU, right? And then other assistants that aren't don't even carry a coordinator title, some of those guys make seven hundred grand. But you're talking about only two full-time assistants in baseball. Yep. And then they have what they call a volunteer assistant, and then they have one other dude. Yeah. I don't even know what. Director of baseball ops. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Director of baseball ops. Who's kind of the chief of staff. Paid by the AD department. It's not even part of the baseball like thing. It's okay. different. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know what that average is. It, well, I would actually like to take that, what that average salary is at the teams that actually care. Yeah. So, like, the director of baseball ops, if you took an average st- um, the top twenty-five programs in the country, right? Yeah, like or, those, or just Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, yeah. and LSU. It's. It, I would think it's over six figures. You would think it's got to be. Close. I don't think so. I could be wrong. You're right, especially if you're running a. If you're part of, if you're the director of ops of a program that's consistently went competing for a national championship, I would think you're getting. Okay, a, you may be right. You're I don't, getting a good. I don't think you, but you may be. Yeah. We'll, we'll check on it's that. Got to be the close. Break. Eighty thousand, ninety. Now, there's maybe. rumors that like Gotro is now close to a half a million dollars. That's massive for an assistant. Ron Polk never made that. I just want you to think about that. Ron Polk never made close to half a million dollars as the head baseball coach at Mississippi State. There are rumors that Gotro, after saying no to the Rice head coaching job yep. and to an assistant job at A and M. And Clement was also courted by A and M because he's got assistant. ties. Yeah. Okay. And and he's a really good you know assistant coach. He 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 was courted too. I don't know where he is, but I I, I feel confident that Lafferty and Clement they are well up. north yeah. of at least three fifty, if not four hundred. Gotro rumors four fifty ish, five hundred. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I would have to believe that Pat McMahon, as Ron Polk's number one assistant, was making. 
70. 40? Yeah, I was going to say at most. Yeah. 50 grand? Yeah. Uh, somewhere in there, Blake. I mean, like, Mac came Seriously. back. All right, so he left for Old Dominion in 90. I think. He goes to Old Dominion for about four or five years. You notice the program dipped, by the way, hard. From 90, yeah. yeah. Mac is, Mac, Pat McMahon is rehired in 94. Six, maybe they start to get their act back together. And it, it, in 97 and 98, they go to the college world series, but, but Polk retires in 97 after the 97 season and McMahon takes over. I think he was offered 110 grand as the head coach, Blake in, 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 in 90, it may, it may not have been that much. That's just something to think about now because you got Clement and Lafferty the top assistants under Bianco, both making several hundred grand a piece. And then Gotro and Fox all both making several hundred thousand a piece. And Tony Vitello just got 900 grand to dole out to his assistants. So, pro- but, but man, is that a lot? I mean, you've got your two number ones that I think you, you would at least pay three ish. But, but that's a program, Bo, that doesn't, has not put a dime into baseball. That's a good point. That's my point. They just committed $2.4 million. Even their jerseys look better this year a little bit. They spent, Prior they, to that, it's terrible color. They just so. committed $2.5 million a year to a program that they have not cared about in decades. That's fair Since enough. Todd Helton was there in the 90s. Well, they didn't even care. Then. Like, that's incredible. That And it, that goes back to, again, why you can't recreate the doc and why you can't recreate Skip Bertman and why you, you know, why what Nick Saban has done at Alabama is so odd. Because you're not supposed to be able to win at that level in this environment now. Let's bring this full circle. Tony Vitello is single. <laughs> what would he do at the dock when it was, you know, prom dock? When he pulled up in his Ferrari? In his Ferrari that he just drives around? Right. Oh, my what, God. How would, Tony Vitello at the dock in 1995. Go. The Mississippi Ag text line is 601-885-3776. Let's get down to brass tacks. More serious things. <laughs> Tony Vitello with a a, a, har, a heavy, no, a hairband. 95 <laughs> at the dock on a Friday or Saturday night. He's a good looking man. I'll okay. tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, the guy could be a model Spelt. or a college baseball coach. Spelt. So how, how would that work out with him as he, if he ran into a group of um, six women around 30 years old from Rankin County, who were all really good looking. Tony Vitello, 1995, at the dock. Go. Mississippi Ag, John Deere tractor text line is 601-885-3776. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I mean, people, people, isn't it tough to, well, you don't, I don't think you remember anything but this. You For the most of your life, it's been non-smoking I mean, people smoked in yeah. restaurants and bars, yeah. Blake. Yeah, the last place you could and smoke on in, airplanes. The last place you could smoke in that I remember was Waffle House. That was still happening when you I was in high school. Probably still can. Yeah, I don't know if you. I still mean, it depends can, on yeah. which one you're at. Yeah, um, Tony Vitello would. The find last a w- time I went to Waffle House, it it looked like a crack house, <laughs> but the food's amazing. Okay, um, Tony Vitello only has a two seat Ferrari, but he'd find a way to fit all six in. Yes. <laughs> No doubt. How much? All right, should we back it up a little bit to like 88, 1988? Tony Vitello walking in. 
Because, you know, he's got a little bit of John Travolta in him from 79. He'd have a T-top, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, 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 and can you imagine within these six women from Rankin County who are very oh, attractive in 88, the, the amount of hairspray and makeup on them? No. And then Tony Vitalo's in a it's T-top. <laughs> Iroc Z yes. or something really Firebird. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing the doc didn't burn down from the amount of hairspray and cigarettes that were in there in the eighties. Honestly. It is. Honestly. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean you When talk- I was bartending, <laughs> people smoked in restaurants and bars. Isn't that, that incredible? I mean it's I re- incredible. People smoked in You airplanes. could be sitting down at a dinner and like, I'm talking about some of the finer restaurants that we, we referenced. Yes. yeah. Okay, in 1995. Like Western Sizzling. No, that's not <laughs> what I was thinking. And, and you could be sitting down, and you're with your, you know, you're with kids, and you're ordering some good food, and the table next to you is getting after it. Chief and like Cheech and On Chong, some Marlboro baby. Reds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Nick said the doc still had a cigarette machine in the early 2000s. Oh, my God. I remember cigarette. That, I haven't even thought about that in years. That is incredible. I wonder who owned the most lucrative cigarette vending machine company. Whoever was at the dock. In the south. <laughs> well, in the state of Mississippi or the southeast. show is brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems. The number one commercial roofing company in the state of Mississippi. We're also powered by Superior Foundation. For all your foundation repairs, Superior, superior superior.ms. Back in a second. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.